Dude, I low-key gotta eat, bro. What's up, guys? This is Mikey B or Michael Burgess with the very first episode ever in the history of time, ever, U.S., anything, episode of the White Noise podcast. Um, This is a little awkward of an intro because I don't have any intro music or really anything to play at the start. So, if anybody's really talented at music and wants to make some intro music for me, that'd make you an awesome dude. I'm not really telling or asking. I'm just kind of putting it out there that if you did that, there may be some gifts in your way in the form of an unsolicited sexual act of your choosing that may or may not come from me. You know, I'm just putting that out there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably make some... Some intro music in the next couple weeks. Yeah, this is the podcast. Uh, It's just me. I'm just talking. That's really all it is. I'll probably do like five of these episodes. I'll try to make them pretty short. We'll see how long this one is. Hopefully around 40 minutes. Um, You can listen to it while you're doing whatever. But I'll probably make about five of these jokers. And if there's still people listening in the fifth one, then fuck it. I might make a sixth. I might I might make a sixth. I might do that. Uh, in the past, I've done a podcast with some of my close friends called The Lounge Podcast. That was like a year and a half ago now. And it stopped just because most of the group kind of lost interest, I guess. I always thought it was pretty cool. We, we had fun. And I kind of wanted to start up again, but nobody in the group did. So then recently, a friend of that group was like, yo... You should do it solo. So here I am. If there's any hangovers, you know, big fans of the Lounge Podcast coming back. We had probably 10 listeners every episode. So that's, you know, I think that's pretty impressive. Um, They might not have been return customers. It might have been sort of one and done because they heard the quality of our conversations. But, hey, we tried, you know, and now I'm trying again. Uh, Also, the name I should probably explain of the podcast. It's called White Noise. Uh, Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, The same group of friends that I made the first podcast with will, like, sparingly refer to me as White Noise as a sort of pseudo-nickname. They've probably never actually called me it in real life, but it's sort of just something that fits, I guess, because I'm white and... I make a lot of noise sometimes. Yeah. One time we were just sitting around the table and somebody was doing a project for class or something like that in college. Uh, I should say I'm in college. I'm like 20 years old. Uh, Yeah, that's that's my life, bro. No, but we were just sitting there and somebody was doing something with white noise and somebody was like, hey, that's a funny nickname for Mike. And then everybody got a decent chuckle for... 30 to 60 seconds and then no one really ever said it again we just referenced the joke in the time we laughed and now it has become the name of the podcast which is honestly probably subject to change because it seems a little racially involved (laughs) I don't know it's meant to be sort of a bit of an ironic name I guess because every podcast is kind of just white noise most podcasts are by white people I feel like uh, that's obviously not overarchingly true, but every white kid you meet in college is like, yo, 
Yo, bro, check out my podcast, bro. This shit's sick, bro. We talk about fucking bitches. But, yeah. So, I am just figured I should add to the culture of white men podcasting. And I'm just going to try to rise to the top. You know, I feel like I know my ones and twos. I've been in this game before. I have five episodes experience. That's kind of a lot. You know, that's five hours of podcasting underneath my belt. That's like if you got drafted into the NBA and you had played basketball for five hours before. So I definitely know what I'm doing. Uh, I have a decent floater, but a better jumper. I'm just trying to work on my layups, you know. So that's what we're just working on here. Um, but seriously, the podcast, it's, it's about my journey as a man to become the first ethical white man. Um, I've started using lotion. I've started using loofahs. I'm just trying to better myself as, as a human being. And part of that is talking about nonsense for an hour every week, probably released every Monday. And hopefully with five to 10 people who tune in at least. Um, if you've made it this far, and you've enjoyed a single second, uh, put your friends on, you know, be like, hey, my buddy Mikey is, he he's doing the ones and twos of podcasting right now. And he hasn't hit the three yet, but he's getting there. And yeah, just, just let him know. Just let him know what's happening. All that tough talk from these other podcasters, it, I'm, I'm coming into the game and I'm going to show him what's good, okay? I, I'm the big dog now. I'm the big dog of podcasting. I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That stupid shit in the the news this week, there's like a Chinese rocket that's coming in to the earth. And it's really big and could probably kill like a significant number of people and wipe out like a small city. I don't actually know how big it is or any implication of what could or couldn't happen. But... That's how hot I'm coming in. I'm coming in as hot as that Chinese rocket launcher or whatever the fuck it is. The piece of junk that's hurling towards the earth right now that's super big and hot, that's me. That's that's this podcast, okay? I'm coming in hot. But no, seriously. Uh I'm just I'm just here. I'm just talking every week, giving my perspective. I think yeah, to me, the thing that society's lacking right now is the perspective of a 20-year-old white man, um, straight, cisgendered white man. So that's kind of just what I'm here to provide. Um, it's all This podcast is all about representation. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm talking about taking care of myself, I guess, uh, using lotion and things like that. In the past, I probably didn't take super good care of myself. That's why I'm trying to focus on it now. When I was a kid... And by kid, I mean up until about six months ago, I used to use scissors as nail clippers. Like I'd cut my toes exclusively, my toenails, not the toe. Cutting the toe would not be as fun. Cutting toenails, it can be kind of thrilling because it, it, well, maybe not thrilling, but definitely satisfying. When you get that good clip, oof. If you clip too much though, it's a nagging feeling. Anyway. I used to cut my toenails with scissors, not just any old scissors, the scissors on a pocket knife, which I had. Um, So now that I have a job, I have purchased um, nail clippers, 
yeah, so I, I've completely turned around my life. That's why I've turned around my life. I started using nail clippers. Now I'm recording myself talk for 45 minutes a week. I'm coming in hot. I just got to tell you guys, I'm coming in hot. I'm really coming in hot. It's going to be it's gonna be a good time. It's going to be steamy in here. I should change the name of this podcast to The Sauna. Because it, it's happening. Or White Heat. White Flames. That's what's happening right here. Um, like Tyler Harrow, if you watch the NBA. Honestly, though, the nail clipper stuff, too, that's like toxic masculinity. Like, I always thought nail clippers, it was kind of like, not gay, not fruity, but a little feminine to use nail clippers. Because I just couldn't picture, like, I don't, I don't know, I couldn't picture John Cena using nail clippers like that. So, I was just a scissors guy for a while. But I've I've changed around now. Yeah, uh, this podcast is it will not lull you to sleep. Contrary to the name, that's my my main goal is to keep you awake. I'm hoping it's a casual listen. I'm hoping it's something you can listen to while you're cooking, while you're on the train, on the bus, in the car, on the bike. Fuck it. Um, making love to your lady. Or man, um, this is it's just it could be listened to anywhere, anytime, any place. I promise you that. I'm coming in hot. But yeah, most if I'm being truly honest, I think most podcasts are uh, pretty unlistenable. This one probably included, uh, because it's basically just an unconsensual pseudo conversation, like. One side, one person, just me, dictates the subject matter continuously, and there's no input from the other side at all. Um, unless you do it live, and then you have some sort of infrastructure there, like people can call in or something. I might do that in the future. I also want to record it because I think it would be more entertain, a lot more entertaining, and I could cut it up into little cute little YouTube clips, petite in length. Um, but yeah, right now I'm on a low budget because that's how it is. That It's really real out here. But if I come in hot enough, the budget could increase. If we get 15 listeners, ooh, sheesh, different stratosphere, different stratosphere. Anyway, I'm live right now from my parents' basement. It's a Sunday afternoon at midnight. Um, yeah, I figured I should record this at night because I'm more talkative at night, I guess. Like, there's more noise at at night, and if I want to make a podcast about noise, filled with noise, then I should wait for night. Um, I don't actually feel that noisy right now, though, because I'm in my parents' basement alone, and everyone else in the house is asleep. Um... This house is at an undisclosed location. Of course, I can't reveal my exact coordinates. But I will say I'm from New Hampshire. So I'm in New Hampshire right now. And I go to school at MIT. The group of friends that I did the first podcast with, that's my group of friends from MIT. Probably anybody listening to this right now knows me in real life and is probably in that friend group or slightly adjacent to. (laughs) So... Yeah, 
it's a lovely day right now. Today is also Mother's Day, everybody's least favorite holiday. Fuck those guys. So what? They gave birth to us. The fuck did they do after? No, I'm kidding. Shout out to the moms. Yeah. Um, and the dads too, but this isn't their day. So I don't think moms really like Mother's Day though. Because I don't know. I don't look forward to days where people praise me. I actually said that to my mom today. I was like, hey, I know this is your favorite day of the year. And she goes, and walked away. So it didn't really answer my question, but I guess I also didn't phrase it as a question. So it was a great, it was a lovely conversation. It was about as lovely as the conversation I'm having right now with the air that surrounds me. The only noise in this whole house right now is the buzzing, the gentle buzzing of a fridge, which is probably 40 feet from me right now, 30 feet. So hopefully you guys can't hear that. The sound quality is probably not the best, but hopefully it's listenable. Um, I hope the reason you hate this podcast is because of my voice and the things that I say, not because of the quality at which my voice was recorded. So that's definitely a goal of mine. Um, I hope I'm doing a good job. Or, well, I, I really don't need to do anything towards that goal. It's more so the mic's task. Funny enough, I'm also a mic, so it's really just two mics chilling down here right now. I got my water bottle with me. I kind of want to take a sip, but I think that would be unprofessional because you guys would probably hear it. And if you're an intelligent listener right now, you're like, whoa, dude, couldn't you just like edit it out, though? Like That wouldn't be that hard. Shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck up. There's no edits here. This might be my third take tonight, my third try, but we do not edit. I should say that too. I actually did I did tr- make two attempts prior to this one, and they honestly didn't go that bad, but I think I just spent too much time trying to defend the name White Noise. Um, yeah, I don't think it really needs too much defending. It's just... An ironic name. If you fuck with white supremacy, we don't fuck with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty plain and simple. Um, I was driving home today, and I I drive into my hometown. There's so much shit that just... I grew up my whole life here. So, to me, it's basically like a landmark. But to you, it's just a Denny's. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much sentimental value for the Wendy's in my hometown. And stuff like that. And like certain hills. You know, you just see... I tear up sometimes. I'm like, damn, yo. They still got the four for four? What? Uh, but the fun, probably funniest thing in my hometown, which I just re-recognized today, is uh, there's a hospice. If you know what a hospice is, I'll explain it because I used to not know. A hospice is literally where you go to die. Like, if your grandma has some uncurable disease and she's, like, on a machine or something, I think you bring her to the hospice and then you pay them for, like, a month so you can, like, watch her slowly die. It seems like a really fun, fun place, right? Um, Definitely not dreary, depressing, somewhere you literally never want to be yourself or anyone you know. Um, 
just absolute feeling vacuum of a building. Anyway, there's a hospice in my hometown in the absolute smack dab, basically city center. The three biggest stores, or maybe most busy, are like Home Depot, Target, and Walmart. These stores are in a triangle in my hometown on the same road. So it's like Home Depot and Target are on one side spread apart and Walmart's on the other in between. Walmart is super busy, especially on the weekend. Today's Sunday, so it's pretty busy today. But the hospice is literally directly across the street from Walmart, sandwiched between Target and Home Depot. And it's right next to the road, too. I just always think that's so funny because I don't know if the hospice was built there first. I think it used to be a bank. But who the fuck would put a hospice across the street from a Walmart? Like, imagine you're on death's door watching people refuse to wear a mask into Walmart, the great super center. (laughs) You're just seeing obese people fly in maskless all day. Which, of course, out of the pandemic, maybe it's a lovely view because there's less arguing. But I can't imagine. (laughs) Actually, you know what? It might be a strategic placement. Because if you had to watch the entrance and outrance, that's not what it's called. But (laughs) the entrance and the exit to Walmart all day, you'd be like, fuck it. You know, I kind of want to die. So that's like the real treat of the hospice is that after maybe a week, the, the person is, has accepted that they're going to die and they're actually like happy about it because they'll never have to see the entrance to a Walmart again. Um, yeah, Walmart's pretty cool though. I fuck with Walmart. Uh, I'm sure their uh, billionaire owners do some terrible shit, but they have cheap stuff. So that's the things that I like, you know? I like, I like cheap stuff. I like quality stuff better, but... Hey, you know, anyway, moving on to crucial, important topics outside of Walmart billionaires being unethical. There was another special somebody doing some ethical behavior as an unethical man. Maybe this weekend, Elon Musk, if if this is going to be a show about being an ethical white boy, we may need to put other white boys in check and Elon Musk I might have to put you in check right now, bro. I might have to put you in check, broski. Um, to be honest, I don't actually like have any personal problems with Elon Musk. I think a lot of people who are that rich probably do some fucked up stuff. And he's sort of seen as like a people person and maybe a celebrity. So I guess we expect more out of him. But I don't know. To me, he's basically just Jeff Bezos, you know? They're just, they're just bound to do stuff they shouldn't. He did a sketch. So what I'm getting at is uh, Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Night Live this weekend. And he did a sketch as Wario. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Like, hey, bro, don't you have taxes to pay? Maybe that's actually why he went on SNL. He's broke. Because of all the taxes he hasn't paid. Sick. The real question though with him being on SNL is who's less funny? Saturday Night Live or Elon Musk? 
it's a real toss-up. Seeing them joined together, absolute stellar display of comedic genius. Um, before he went on the show, Elon was on Twitter asking for people to suggest different skits that he could do and stuff because, once again, he acts like a man of the people. I don't actually hate him. I probably shouldn't rag on him too, too much. He did say on SNL that he actually has Asperger's, which I didn't previously know. I also I didn't watch SNL. I just watched the YouTube clips. So if you watch SNL, Jesus Christ, imagine, like, dude, you could listen to this podcast on half speed. That'd be way better. <laughs> and this is <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> but, um... Hopefully I'm not talking fast, because then people would have to listen to it on half speed. I'm probably talking kind of fast, but that's maybe enjoyable. I don't I don't know, you know? It's white noise, bitch. I'm making noise. I'm making some fucking noise. Um, I don't even know what I was just talking about. Uh, something about Elon not being funny. What's weird, too, is you listening to this. I know this from my experience of listening to podcasts and my five episodes of making podcasts. Um, if I forget what I'm talking about, it's absolutely terrible for the listener because you know exactly what I was just talking about because you can go back. Once again, I could go back, but I'm not editing things. That's what this is about. It's noise, baby. It's noise. It's not art. It's noise. It's noise. It's noise noise. Um, but oh, oh, he was on Twitter asking for people to suggest different skit ideas. Uh, I think he wanted to do something with himself as the Doge father. Because um, he's big with the Doge cryptocurrency. Which, which that's kind of cool. I'll get into that in a little bit. But um, kind of. I, I, just crypto in general. I mean. Um, but I want to talk about the skits first. He, he wanted to do baby shark tank, like baby shark with shark tank, which is an interesting play on words, but I don't understand what the, like what, it's just babies who pretend to be business moguls. Like what the fuck is funny about that outside of the title? Even the title obviously isn't funny, but it's just a pun. It's literally just a pun. Like, there's no higher meaning. It's just that baby shark, shark tank fit together. That's it. That's all it is. Um, so obviously not necessarily a genius comedian. Might be a genius engineer. Might not be a genius engineer. That's up for somebody else to decide. Uh, I'm an engineer, but I'm not a genius engineer, so... I can't tell the difference, unfortunately. Um, but I do want to read. I, I, I found this on Twitter. Um, and it's actually a sketch that was written by, I think it says Dan Licata or something like that. It says that he writes for SNL in his free time. So I, I can assume this is legit. He doesn't have a check mark, but it has a bunch of likes and retweets. Um, and apparently this is a sketch that was written for Elon Musk that he read out loud at the table read. Like they do some table read where they read the script or read different scripts, I guess, when they decide what's going to be on the show. I can't imagine they put much time into that because the show sucks dick. 
uh, literally. There's nothing wrong with sucking dick, but there's something wrong with that show. Um, so, yeah. I don't fucking know. Saturday Night Live, not funny. Basically what I'm getting at here. But this sketch is low-key funny. It's pretty funny. So, I'm going to try to do an Elon Musk impression here, and it's going to be really bad. Apparently, Elon said this at a table read. He goes, hi, I'm singer-songwriter Elon Musk. This might come as a surprise, but I'm anti-porn, but pro-masturbation. I guess when you're as smart as me, you be thinking of stuff they can't film. Yeah, I guess that's why they call me a genius. Anyway, donate to my Kickstarter so I can make a music video. Link in the description. Elon strikes the Wakanda Forever pose. Music plays. The end, the ending is fucking killing me. That impression of me was fucking terrible. But the fact that imagine just Elon Musk striking the Wakanda Forever pose as a person who exploits coal miners in South Africa. Okay, um, I actually wait. That's not true. I think it's like emerald miners. I don't know. This podcast is not meant to be serious. This is why I re-recorded the first couple. Because I don't really want to talk about serious stuff like this. It's supposed to be just uh, just goofing off, I guess. So I shouldn't say anything about Elon. Because I don't, I don't really know what he does or crimes he may have committed. I just repeat what people joke about, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't understand too. They didn't want him on Saturday Night Live. Uh, for whatever reason. I guess it's because... I don't know, because he's a billionaire, and he's done some fucked up stuff, which, once again, I don't, I don't really know, and I'm not going to try to figure it out in five minutes here, um, but the one thing I think is silly that people criticize him for is supporting cryptocurrency. Um, once again, this is where I feel awkward, like, recording a podcast, because it's a one-sided conversation. Like, I want to hear the listener's opinion. Two, you guys, you guys can hit me up and stuff. If you found this on social media... I'm probably going to be white underscore noise underscore pod on both Twitter and Instagram. So that's at white underscore noise underscore pod. So you guys can message me whatever you want. And pretty much probably nobody will message me. So if one of you does, I'll be bound to read it on air. So I have something to talk about. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't want it to be like one-sided that much. Like I want you guys to, I want all five of you to feel special. All five of you that listen, you know. The one thing I do uh, think is a little silly that people criticize him for is supporting cryptocurrency. Because you'll see people who are like, uh, I don't know, like socialists that say um, the, the negative effect cryptocurrency mining has on the environment. Like if you mine Ethereum, it takes an immense amount of power, which is bad uh, for the environment, of course. But... Firstly, that could be optimized better, and I think they are working on that, probably rather slowly, but um, there's also a lot of other things that we do that's terrible on the environment, pretty much everything we do, and there is a benefit to cryptocurrency because it's the first currency whose real true value, basically against inflation, is controlled by nobody, like especially Dogecoin. There's nobody controlling it. It's just controlled by the market cap and all that. If you have the U.S. Treasury, the Fed chair can just dictate interest rate and change inflation and basically change the value of the dollar, 
with Dogecoin and things like that, it's much more decentralized. So I think there's a benefit in that. But I also think, you know, maybe Dogecoin probably shouldn't be the only currency named after a fucking meme dog from like 2012. But I don't know. I just think I think a lot of times the, the more so the people that criticize him for that specifically, just Bitcoin, uh, would tend to actually probably agree with it for the same reasons that he might agree with it. It's once again, it's sort of it's sort of an illusion, though, because I think the real reason he supports cryptocurrency is because it makes him money. Uh, and he can just pretend that the reason he supports it is because it's quote unquote for the people. That's his kind of whole charade in my eyes that he just wants to pretend like he's for the people when he's not. But once again, I've never met him, so I can't really judge his character or anything like that. Uh, yeah, so serious talk is over. Glad that was over. I'm sweating right now. I need to piss my fucking pants. No, I don't. I really don't. I'm just chilling. I'm I'm still a little hungry. I think I said that at the beginning, unless I edited it out. That wasn't a joke. I am a little hungry right now. I'm a little hungry. Okay. Um, I have a question, too. This is really random. I'm doing a tra- tremendous transition right now. I do have a list of topics that I'm trying to follow, and I'm zooming through them at a dangerous speed. I'm almost at the end, which is probably good. You guys probably want this to be wrapped up anyways. No, I, I have a good 10 to 15 more minutes in me. I have a, uh, there's a gr- tremendous segment coming at the end. Uh, but this, this question, this baffled me the other day. I So I see a video, someone's skydiving, right? It's, an, it's a common activity that people do, jump out of a plane to their supposed death, and then they don't die at the last minute by pulling a parachute. Why the fuck do people wear head helmets, headgear, when they're skydiving? I could understand if you maybe didn't want to... Maybe you're insecure about your hair flopping everywhere. Especially if you're a girl. Like, you just... You wouldn't want the hair in your face because you want to see the descent. You want to see the earth come flying towards your face at a dangerous speed. Uh... But why the fuck would you wear a helmet for protection? Like, do they not realize if they hit something, they're going to die? I think even if you hit a bird. Oh, no. MIT Mike's coming out. Oh, no. Oh, no. MIT Mike is coming out. If a bird was not moving relative to the ground and you're moving super, super fast relative to the ground, even if you hit that bird, the helmet's not really doing much for you probably. Maybe in that case it is. Did I just prove myself wrong? Okay, that's not realistic though. Should I look this up? Why do people wear head fan- helmets when skydiving? Why do people wear helmets when skydiving? That's what I just typed into my computer. The production quality on this podcast is absolutely tremendous. Okay, so I looked up why do people wear helmets and they said helmets are required hmm oh apparently it is in case you bump your head on the inside of the plane dude if you bump your head on the inside of the plane you probably shouldn't be jumping out let me tell you that right now 
not because your head's in pain, but because you're someone who's dumb enough to bump into the side of the plane. How can you be that clumsy and you want to jump out of the fucking airplane? Jesus Christ. Anyway, I don't I don't know why you'd... I'd never want to uh, skydive. I'm sure it's a thrill to certain people. I'd probably shit myself. I'd need a butt helmet. That's what I'd need. Some people need head helmets. Top head, not bottom head. Cringe. But I'd need a butt helmet. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Because I'd be shitting myself. Okay, what do I want to do next? I'm about I'm about 33 minutes in here. Uh, quick PSA, I guess. I just watched Tenet for the second time in a week. That movie's fucking tremendous. Fucking tremendous. If you have seen it, watch it again. If you haven't seen it, watch it for the first time. And don't spoil it for yourself the first time. Then when you finish it, look up the plot because you'll be confused as fuck. And then watch it a second time now that you understand it. That's what I did. And I think everybody should do the exact same thing that I did in every facet of life. No, um, it's a really good movie, though. It's made by Christopher Nolan, who made Inception, which is also a really good movie. It's basically like Inception with time travel. But it's kind of funny because Christopher Nolan, he seems like a real nerd. And the movie almost comes off as... Uh, it's it's really hard to follow. So it's like the, when the really smart math kid writes an English essay, and the English essay maybe has a good concept, but it's just terribly written because the kid is just in a different dimension, like thinking in numbers instead of words. I'm definitely not talking about myself right now as a proficient math student, but deficient English student. Anyway... <laughs> someone should re uh if you watch this podcast again i think i've said anyway maybe 10 times i'm just trying to avoid myself from saying uh a million times to improve the production quality talking about talking that's what we do here how many minutes am, am i 35 this has really been torture if i'm being honest with you guys um not actual torture but uh it's very difficult to do this alone. I don't know if I already said that. I probably already said that. Uh, last time I did it, there's a lot of people around. And you can just talk to people and bounce off. Like, I'm legit alone right now at night. Just speaking at full volume. So, definitely not a deranged maniac. Definitely just a normal 20-year-old dude making fucking noise. Yeah. Bitch. That's what bitches like, bro. Women love quiet. Bitches love noise. I don't know. That's also... People that say that, that's so, like... That actually rubs me the wrong way when people are like, yo, bitches. <laughs> it just sounds so weird. I don't know. Damn. Feminist Mike. Champion of the, the women. Mike. Coming at you live. Um, but no, Tenet's really good, and it's basically like time can move backwards and forward, and it just has this almost, it's almost really has a nice theme, where it just kind of tells you to, I, the thing I took out of it is just to live in the moment, oh no, serious Mike's coming back, 
just to live in the moment because, like, time is going to pass regardless, I guess. I don't know. That doesn't make any fucking sense. But I'm just talking, dude. I'm really just talking right now. Like, it's just coming out. It's just flowing out of my mouth. Okay, I think I'm going to get into this segment right here. So, I had this brilliant idea. I figured I need to come up with some things to talk about because that's what this podcast is about. It's about talking. So, I came up with an idea for a segment, and I'm about to lay it on you. Um, It's basically just, I'm going to scroll through Tinder. It's not complicated at all. I'm going to scroll through Tinder and read the first 10 bios and just react to them. I'm not going to react to the way the woman looks or her name. I'm certainly not going to mention a name. If I read your bio on this podcast, I'm so sorry. Um, but it's for the entertainment of the listeners and you probably shouldn't have wrote it. Uh, this is It's really just a literature review. I'm just reading it anonymously. Um, unfortunately too, it's going to be all just straight women who's, or maybe bisexual women whose bios I'm reading. So we're not getting a full scope of the Tinder sector here because really I'm just doing investigative journalism right now on Tinder. But if any kind lady ever wants any kind bisexual or straight lady wants to offer me her phone, I'd love to see what some straight dudes have to offer in their Tinder bio. I feel like dudes have the worst Tinder bios, definitely. But, okay, let's get right into it. This first one is a doozy. This is probably a great first one. So, her bio is just six lines. So, it's basically just bullet points. She says, here for the games. Uh, so, that means she's she's trying to mess around. Okay, first bullet point tells me. Second bullet point, I have cacomorphobia. I don't know what that is. C-A-C-O, morphobia. Interesting. So she's got a phobia of something. Let's look up what it is. Cacomorphobia. Oh, boy. (laughs) So she says, I have cacomorphobia, which apparently is the fear of fat or obese people. Wow. (laughs) Uh... I don't know. Why would you put that in your bio? That's like, so she's literally said she's fat phobic. She doesn't fuck with fat dudes. Okay. Third bullet point. Don't compliment me, please. Okay. Interesting. Interesting thing to say on a dating site. She said interested in twins. Okay. Aren't we all? If any twins are listening to this right now, lady twins, hit me up. Uh, She says... Fifth bullet point, also sexy voices. She's also into sexy voices, okay? Once again, aren't we all? And the last one is I'm blonde now. So this woman, based on her bio, seems very unhinged, (laughs) if I'm being honest. She's scared of fat people. She doesn't like to be complimented, which I can understand that. It's often very awkward to respond to a compliment. She's dyeing her hair. And she's here for the games. Okay, okay. So, what's interesting. I'll move on to the next one. And <laughs> this one's also good. It says, might seduce your dad type. So, she's the type of girl that might seduce my dad. 
and there's a licking emoji at the end. <laughs> uh, okay. This is the thing. This is what's really intriguing to me. Why would you advertise yourself with that? Like, I don't want to match with somebody on the dating site. Obviously, Tinder is like the worst fucking app in the world. But, um, like, why would you advertise yourself with like, okay, if if we ever both like each other, then I'm going to try to fuck your dad. Like, that doesn't, that's not my top five qualities for girls. Um, yeah, that's not something I'm looking for. Uh, this one says, looking for the Jimmy Jr. to my Tina Belcher. Not sure what that is either. I'm going to look up Tina Belcher. Production quality is insane. Oh, oh, okay. Apparently it's Bob's Burgers. So I'm guessing they date on Bob's Burgers. Another interesting bio because she's trying to reference something. You know, it's, it's like hip. It's like I know something and you don't. But if we both know it, then it's like kind of sexy, I guess. Like, oh, we both watched the same animated cartoon. And we're in our mid-20s. Um, yeah, not my not my vibe. Uh, okay, I'm getting some good bios here. So now we're on to the fourth one. I'll probably just do like, maybe not ten. Uh, maybe I'll do like five or six of these. Uh, the fourth one is, she's, okay, she's old. I don't, I don't want to comment on anything other than the bio. The author of this bio is old. Uh, she says, I'm a male mom. Male as in like envelopes. And there's a mushroom emoji. She says, Pisces sun, Scorpio moon, life is a simulation. <laughs> I prefer, uh, it's emojis, and it says, I prefer grass, like the little leaves. She's talking about weed over cocktail, which is alcohol. So she, she smokes. She doesn't like to drink. Okay, lady. Uh, we get it. <laughs> I could have figured that out from the first three lines where you say life is a simulation and um, talk about astrology. And then she said she's at the very, very end. She says currently half vaccinated. Second shot coming May 18th. <laughs> this is the best because she put the exact date <laughs> like... <laughs> Okay, I get a kick out of these. This is like I'm not trying to make fun of her because, like, everybody's bio on here is just bound to be awkward. Uh, she's clearly expressing herself. I think this is actually pretty good. She's saying she prefers weed over drinking. Life's a simulation. That's probably a joke, anyways. I'm reading it seriously, but <laughs> life is a simulation. Uh astrology she's giving you like i have a really perfect sense of her vibe i don't even need to look at the pictures her bio tells me everything i need but <laughs> saying may 18th exactly is so funny because i'm just picturing like somebody hitting her up on may 19th and being like so you're vaccinated like <laughs> smirking emoji <laughs> uh the production quality of me laughing is probably not the best either but this is funny to me, so sorry, <laughs> can't control myself. Uh, okay, so now we're on to the f fourth, fifth. I can't count. MIT Mike can't count. 
I'm going to give myself third-person nicknames, too, to avoid the fact that I'm alone in this room at all times. No, I actually don't spend much time in this basement, but I do to record podcasts. Okay, this bio says, Reptile Mom is the first bullet point. We're getting a lot of bullet points here. I don't know if that's my uh, favorite structure for a Tinder bio, but it is good for seeing different aspects of the personality. Maybe next episode I'll do like a MLA standard guide to advertising yourself on social media. Genderless, of course. Uh, so she says, reptile mom, full-time STEM nerd, part-time bartender. Okay, I like this one. Reptile mom, so she's got like, she's got a cool, interesting side. I'm not saying that ironically, like, I don't know too many people with a reptile. If it's a snake, that's kind of... I'm going to look through the pictures. There's no reptile in the pictures, though. Damn, that's sad. Because, actually, you know what? She might be doing that on purpose. Because there's an easy in here, fellas. You just say, reptile mom. Like, what's the reptile? You know, that's an easy in. Okay, this is a great bio. This is really a great bio. Something easy you can pull out of it as a question to start off with. She says, I'm a full-time STEM nerd, part-time bartender. So that tells you her interests and her occupation all in one. Yeah. And the contrast between being a nerd and being into reptiles. So, yeah. Pretty sick. Pretty good good one. Okay, this one, no bio. That's also a, a respectable move. Um, okay. This one says, this. we have another reference in this bio that I don't understand. Uh, that seems to be a theme. It's also, it's probably just from my lack of understanding, but, uh, she says, we'll simp for tattoos and vegetables. Okay. Hopefully she's not talking about the vegetables in the hospice. <laughs> uh, hopefully she's talking about the corollary to fruit. Um, and not my boys that are staring at Walmart. Uh, we'll simp for tattoos and vegetables. Just looking for my aunt, Antony Perowski. Who I just looked that up. He's apparently in. Um, is he gay? He's apparently in some show called Queer Eye Love Yourself. I don't know who this guy is. He looks very attractive though. So I don't think. You know. I'm looking for my Antony Porowski too. You know I, I don't necessarily swing that way. But he looks handsome. Um, tattoos too. You know. Not a personality trait, but certainly an attribute. And, yeah, vegetables. I also really like vegetables. Once again, not the hospice vegetables. Let me see if I can find it. I'll, I'll find a good one for the last one. Oh, fellas. Oh, fellas. We have the elusive. This is a common. This is a common. If you're a dude on Tinder, you know you, you've seen this one before. This last one. She says, here for a good time, winky face. She's obviously alluding to the quote, here for a good time, not a long time. Fellas, she's trying to get fucked. She's trying to get fucked. Nothing wrong with that, lady. Nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, so that's that's a very common bio, too, if you're a dude. If you're a girl, you know, and that's your bio, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, Tinder is a hookup app for the most part. It's also the worst app in existence. Yeah, pretty much it. 
Uh, do I have anything else I want to talk about? We are 50 minutes in. If you made it this far and you laughed once or you smiled once or you cried once or you masturbated once, if you did any of those things, please recommend this to a friend. Just slide him in the link in the DM and say, yo, my boy Mike is cooking. He's coming in hot. He's coming in hot like that Chinese rocket launcher hurling towards Australia or wherever. Um, yeah, just recommend to a friend, maybe share on social media. Social media should be at white underscore noise underscore pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the podcast itself will probably just be on Spotify because anybody can listen on Spotify for free. Uh, I might also put it on SoundCloud, YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts are sometimes hard to put it on, so who knows if it will be on there. This is all in the great expectation that more than three people listen. Uh, the three people being me, my mom, and my dad. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully somebody listens. Please. Somebody. Okay, I just wasted an hour of my precious time on Earth. So, um, yeah, I'm probably going to call it here. Thank you for sticking with me if you did, and uh, if you didn't, mm, good for you. Have a great week, folks. Uh, Try to go outside, enjoy yourself, and uh, maybe I'll see you here next time.